0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Saturday morning, welcome aboard. Uh, things kind of changing weather-wise, temperature-wise, and season-wise around here. I'll tell you, a really nice event you might want to include on your calendar for the weekend is a visit to the Eagle Expo. the 15th annual taking place down in Morgan City, Louisiana. It is going to be at the Cajun Coast Visitors and Convention Bureau, their welcome center. And they've got seminars from wildlife and nature experts, a live uh, raptor presentation, boat tours to go view the eagles, and some opportunities to meet some fellow birders out there. We're going to be talking to Carrie Stansberry with the Cajun Coast a little bit later on doing the More Outdoors program. But mark that down. It's a great event and going to be some great weather for it. Weather forecast coming up momentarily. Our outdoor calendar, I tell you, it's getting really loaded up. We've got a lot of shooting events, some sporting clays, uh, benefits, and some fishing events that will be this month. And next month coming up, we'll give you a little rundown on that. Our live fishing reports, we'll get to those for you and tell you where to go to catch some fish this weekend. I'll recap my Delacro Island fishing trip uh, for our fishing game report this week. Uh, snuck out Thursday, let that front get behind us, and it was a little breezy and temperatures dropping, uh, barometric pressure rising. But uh, nonetheless, Captains Zahab and Ryan Schifano and myself uh, made a nice little trip, got some beautiful speckled trout down there. We also had another successful hunting trip. This one took place in Plaquemines Parish, east side of the Mississippi River, uh, down around the Braithwaite area. Rabbit hunting, or wabbits as we call it. You'll see an upcoming feature on uh, both the Fish and Game Report, the Outdoors Report on Channel 2 in Baton Rouge, as well as a Bayou Wild feature. I want you to take a look and cast your vote on our outdoor opinion poll a little surprising, the results, uh, asking you to look back at the past and recent waterfowl seasons if you hunt the lower Mississippi and central flyway states, uh, asking you to describe how you rate the waterfowl situation. We'll update you on what our listeners are saying. That website is dontheoutdoorsguy.com, and you'll find that outdoor opinion page right in the center. All right, that's happening more and more frequently as of late. This week, we not only have... A Bad boys, but we've got a bad girl. This case involving jail time sentence for a boating accident that took place almost seven years, over six years ago. We'll run down our bad boy and girl in the outdoors feature for you. And get you an update on the ongoing speckled trout management public hearings. We've had some held in the state. I think they're about halfway through. I'll get to the ones that are coming up in New Orleans and Slidell and other areas. Uh, we did get some preliminary results. Uh, Wendy Billiard, who's going to join us on more outdoors in the 8 to 9 o'clock Hunt Fish Talk segment, along with Keith Lusher, we're going to discuss uh, what was said and how people are feeling and what they're recommending. This is an opportunity for you, the fishermen, to have your opinion heard and actually gain a lot of information about speckled trout management at these meetings conducted by the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Also, tell you what's coming up on Bayou Wild TV. It was another Cajun invasion, not to Alaska, but a pheasant hunt in South Dakota. And uh, Chris LaCocca, our photographer, got some gorgeous footage there. You need to really tune that in if you haven't seen it. Also, uh, we're going to... uh, take a, a little recap of uh, some of the attendees that went to those meetings uh, with regard to the speckled trout. David Cresson is going to join us. Uh, I think he was planning on attending the one in Baton Rouge, so he have some, may have some more inside information on that. And, of course, we welcome your text messages. They come in here live to the studio. Simply text eight seven zero eight seven zero questions, comments, uh, what you're doing, give us your efficient reports. We've got reporters all across the state, but... Uh, we can never get too many reports, so if you've had a good trip and you want to share that information with our listeners, we really welcome it. As far as your coastal marine forecast, uh, no rain expected today. Going to be a pretty nice day. A little breezy out of the east, 15 to 20 knots. That'll kick up some 3 to 5-foot seas offshore. Inside waters will have a light chop. Tomorrow looking better. East wind uh, subsiding down to 5 to 10, which will give you 2 to 4-foot seas offshore, much more fishable there, and some smooth conditions on the inside with those 5 to 10-knot east winds. Average tide range, uh, nearly a foot, about .8, and the Mississippi River still creeping up, 14.1 and on the rise. And we'll be back with our first fishing report. We're headed to Shell Beach. Come with us. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, and we take you down to Shell Beach and talk to the guy that keeps us up to date on the weather conditions, the fishing conditions, and anything you need to know if you're headed down to St. Bernard Parish, very popular area for saltwater and some freshwater fishing, too. Robbie Campo is at the beach. Robbie, what's going on this morning? This morning, um,
2: it's, it's it's gusting the 21. I just looked at the uh, buoy just a second ago before I made the call in here. Um water is not too terrible you know water's, water levels are good you know um just you know it's uh it's february man it's just not a whole bunch of people fishing um it's it's been tough you know uh, monday was the only good day that we had uh we had guy go over on the eastern shoreline by Jankies, by Jankies reef and left and biting. caught 50 and two guys in the boat actually would have caught 50 and left them biting um Tuesday started to blow. You know, rest of the week was terrible. Um, the only, the only other thing going on besides that Monday catch was, you know, the guys came out, uh, my guides, and fished the Long Rocks over at uh, down, down on the Long Rocks, and went fish sheephead down there, and uh, you know, and man, look, Long Rocks got all you want if you wanted to go catch sheephead and dead bait and sheephead. It's it's a, a no brainer. But you got to get the conditions right to go there. Today is probably going to be a little sloppy to go to that uh, to go to that area. Um, you know, other than that, Don, it's just been a it's it's a it's February, man. It's all you could say. It's uh it's just tough, you know. Uh, February, March, March isn't much better, you know. But <laughs> it will get better, people. <laughs> I promise you. Um, you know, and you're right. As far As you wanted to come out today. You could come catch some catfish, uh, freshwater cats. You could probably go catch you some bass. You could probably get you some sheephead and redfish. And you might pick up the occasional couple of trout somewhere along the line here. I would say yesterday the water was so dirty from uh, wind blowing coming out, you know, pushing it across the lake here. And I think we got a lot of Pearl, wa- uh, Pearl River water mixed up in that too. So um, river, I saw it this morning at the – at Jackson, Mississippi, is thirty-five point five. That's really high. People's gonna have a lot of problems um, uh, up that way. But anyway, if you're coming down this way today, keep in mind today is the Knights of Nemesis parade and Judge Perez. Um, you're gonna, you know, it starts at one o'clock. So if you're going, if you live in the Metairie area and you're coming down this way. You're gonna to have to go back out uh, St Bernard Highway to at least Jackson Barracks to cut back to get to, or either go straight up to Elysian Fields. Um, if you have coming, if you're coming from the Slidell area, you could get off uh, right by, go up Judge Perez and cut in right by Gerald's Donuts and go hit Jeannie Street in the back and come out on Paris and hit Live 10. So keep that in mind. That starts at one o'clock, and Judge Perez is going to be a. Um, A parade route today so um if you're coming down here and you want to get out here before be back before one o'clock that's all i can tell you Uh, because it's gonna you're gonna get jammed up in that stuff so um with that said don it's just it's just been really really slow you know it's just not much going on
1: yeah well you know again you don't have a lot of people out Uh, We went out by full horse on Thursday, and believe me, I had very low expectations because it just quit raining. We waited until that rain got through about 730. Wind was blowing, barometric pressure was rising, had everything against us, and we put together a pretty good little box of speckled trout and threw in a couple of big bull reds too, so you never know. But I am getting kind of those same reports on the sheephead. If you're a sheephead enthusiast, this is your time of the year. And that 50-trout catch, that two-man limit over there at Jankees Ditch, that's really encouraging. That's a little early for Jankees And, boy, that reef over there, what a great place that is to fish if you like topwater action. But you got to catch things right, and uh, evidently they did. They, they got into them, that was great.
2: Yeah, and like I said, it, and, that and, and you know, another a friend of that guy went there Tuesday and never got a bite. I mean, I think he, I think he caught six trout and a couple – a sheephead and a little drum and a redfish that I don't know. it's just like they were there one day and the next day they weren't. It's, yeah. it's all the luck of the draw, man. If <laughs> you if you catch it right, yeah. you know, but you got to pick your days and most people can't, you know, being stuck at work and so forth. But today, if you're coming out today, you're going to be dealing with 17 mile an hour winds, you know, or not 17 knot winds. Uh, it's, it's blowing pretty good, Don. So, yeah. um, yeah, but one thing good about February, you don't have to come out early. You could wait till the sun comes up and you know you know, you don't have to be early to come out here this time of the year to go catch fish. So, you know, I I recommend I let the sun come up, let let things, you know let the sun get in the sky, let it warm up a little bit and then then go do it, you know. So but anyway, I hope I got a better report for you next week. Just it it's just typical February weather and it's going to be a hit and a miss until things get right again. So, How about shrimp? I know I you had a little problem in
1: the it. last couple of weeks. Have you got plenty of live shrimp?
2: We we got live shrimp on hand today. Um, we got mm-hmm. probably maybe 3,000 in the tanks uh, right now. So uh, if you get here right at daylight or whatever, I don't think we're going to sell them out today, to be honest. But, you know, with the parade route and everything else going on, um, you know, but, hey, but we do have them, so make a left at that bridge. Come on down and see us, and we'll be
1: waiting on you. Sounds good. Thank you, Robbie, as always. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week, bud. All right, Don. Talk to you next Saturday. Bye-bye. There he goes, Robbie Campo. He's at Campo's Marina, end of the road down there in Shell Beach. All right, we got a few text messages coming in. Our text board, not as active as it usually is. We'd love to hear from you, 870-870. We're going to continue to ask you on this new season of Buy You Wild TV, what celebrities would you like to see appear on our show? We've got a pretty extensive list. You provide us probably about 50 names or so, but we can always use more. Also, give us your fishing reports or any questions you might have. We'd love to communicate through our text board, Eight seven We're back with more right after this timeout. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio All right, one of the buzzing issues across coastal Louisiana is the speckled trout situation. The Department of Wildlife and Fisheries in Louisiana has determined that these stocks have been overfished, and it continues to go on. So uh, they're resorting to efforts to try to create a 20% reduction in the annual catch. It's needed in order for the stock to recover on a five-year program. Uh, There's a whole range of options that can achieve that goal, and they're laying those out and asking Fishermen's preferences, and also informing the fishermen about the situation before they make their decision. And they have had three of them take place already. We still have to go this Wednesday at the East Bank Regional Library on West Napoleon in Metairie. And these are 6 o'clock starts. Thursday, it'll be at the Slido Municipal Auditorium. Uh, Wednesday, February 26th, the Epps Memorial Library. I believe that they changed that to the LSU Extension Office in Lake Charles. On Thursday, the 27th of February, Rapids Parish Extension Office. That's in Alexandria. And the final one will be on Saturday, February 29th, Lincoln Parish Library in Ruston. Uh, That meeting will start at 1 p.m. as opposed to 6 o'clock. I strongly encourage you to attend these meetings. I've got some uh, pretty uh, preliminary reports on what's been going on, what's been said, what are some of the comments, and we are going to talk a whole lot more about this in the 7 to 9 o'clock hours. Uh, David Cresson from CCA is going to join us to give his take on on the situation, and then we'll also be joined by a couple of fellow Louisiana Outdoor Rider Association members, the president, uh, we, we call her the Bayou Woman, Wendy Billiard, and Keith Lusher, who hosts the North Shore Fishing Report. Uh, they're going to join me to discuss that, that issue a little more. All right, got uh, this came in last week, and uh, I got another notice today. The, the Barataria Baptist Church in Lafitte, uh, they're having a fish fry fundraiser on uh, next Friday. Now, this will be Friday the 21st, so is that next Friday? Yes, it is. And uh, it's to help. Sister Monica was diagnosed with uh, stage 4 melanoma, both lungs, and they would certainly appreciate anyone coming out, get you some great fish, and uh, donate for a great cause. That's going to be at the Barataria Baptist Church in Lafitte. Coming up Friday, uh, get your fish fried. It's traditional in Louisiana on Fridays. All right, another event that is, uh, well, I'll tell you, the deadline for discounted tickets is fast approaching, and I'm talking about the annual Archbishop Rummel Beast Feast. Uh, I was one of the founders of this event uh, over 20 years ago now, and it has grown each and every year. Uh, There are everyone from chefs from some of the famous restaurants in South Louisiana to backyard and camp cooks that show up and uh, present all kinds of not just uh, wild game, but there's also seafood there, too. And, you know, you can't buy wild game, so by buying a ticket, uh, you can sample some and cast your vote for the most outstanding. It's a great event. It's held at the Archbishop Rummel School on uh, Severn Avenue in Metairie. This year it's gotten so big they're moving it to the football field. And there are discount tickets, early bird tickets for $45, but that ends tomorrow. So you got to get the tickets before tomorrow to get the discount. Uh, they'll go up. There will be $50 after that and then $60 after March 21st. Uh, the event is uh, coming up in the latter part of March. So if you want to get in on it, uh, go to rummleraders.com slash beastfeast. They also have them on sale at the bookstore there on the Severn Avenue location. So I'll definitely be there. We've got some trips to auction off and lots of fun. You get to talk fishing with a lot of people and hunting and enjoy some of the bounty that was gotten from this past season. All right, um, also on our website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. All right, we put up an opinion poll asking you to rate how your waterfowl seasons have been, and we gave you uh, several scenarios, and it's pretty much split until you get to the last one. We had 2% said that they're having outstanding waterfowl seasons, don't change anything. 1% said they have average seasons, you don't need to change regulations or dates. Uh, Having below-average seasons, but it's going to rebound on its own way, it's weather-related, zero. Uh, Having below-average seasons, need regulations and date changes, that's about 6%. Uh, Having the worst season ever, need regulations and date changes, that's about 5%. Then we get to having worst seasons ever, state of waterfowl is in a crisis, need extensive, drastic regulations and date changes 87% of the responders think that's the situation. Really love for you to cast your vote. you go to Don just find the outdoor opinion poll. and uh, the, the voting will go through the end of this month. Uh, the 29th of February will be the last day, and then we'll kind of recap for it. All right, um, we're getting some text messages coming in. I'll get to those in just a second. We also got more fishing reports. Got several shooting events. If you like to shoot sporting clays, this is the time of the year. Well, you don't have to put your shotgun away if you uh, finish with the hunting seasons because you can get out there and enjoy that. Uh, to tell you about that Delacro fishing trip we had, I went with Captain Ahab's charters, also uh, got Captain Ryan Schifano, my cameraman Brian Lucas. Uh, didn't look good. We didn't know. We went out there with some very low expectations. Uh, made a trip through some, uh, some protected areas, got onto the edge of Four Horse Lake, and proceeded to catch some beautiful speckled trout. I mean, really nice-sized trout. Some of them are 16 inches. Uh, they were scattered, and we had to move a few times, and they'd move, and we'd intersect with them. But the thing that was pretty strange was we had both live shrimp, and we also had plastic. They hit the plastic, oh, I'd say 5 to 1 over the live shrimp. They, they just really tore it up. It was a yellow, uh, it's a lemonhead matrix shad on a jig head, fished about 2 feet under a popping cork, and uh, both the trout and uh, some bull reds also liked it, too. So we pulled that trip out. Uh, it, if it's not up yet, it will be posted on my website. You can go back and catch that. And also when I come back, we're going to tell you about this week's Bayou Wild TV show. Very beautiful footage of our Cajun invasion to South Dakota. When you look at it, uh, don't feel sorry that you can't go because you can. We've got Cajun invasion for next year set where listeners to this show get a special discounted price, and you can accompany us to Draper, South Dakota, where we visit Bad River Bucks and Birds. Gorgeous place. Had a great time. We'll tell you more about it when we come back right after this time out on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. All right, we've got a report from Robbie Campos. There's a 17-knot wind out the Lake Bourne area. Uh, The forecast is calling for east winds 15 to 20. uh, That's offshore. If you get into the interior lakes and bays, about 10 to 15, still going to get a light chop. Tomorrow, much better, going to slow down to about 5 to 10. Uh, Seas probably offshore top out at 4 foot. Now uh, smooth conditions on the inside, 0.8 average tide range. I uh, just got to find some clean water. Dirty water is going to be a problem. It always is this time of the year. Like Robbie said, it's February. We got more fishing reports coming up. We got some text messages coming in. Uh, this is Justin <coughs> in Chili Gentile. He said he enjoyed Bayou Wild TV this morning. He watches it at the uh, the four o'clock broadcast Saturday mornings on Channel 54 out of New Orleans. He says. I understood Martha's frustration. It took me three duck hunts before I got my first bird. Yeah, this feature, uh, Martha Spencer, our co-host, was introduced to wild pheasant hunting, and she had a tough time, and she'll tell you that, and you'll see it, but she finally pulled it out and, and got it going, and... uh. It kind of redeemed herself in it. But, yeah, it's, it not be very frustrating. But it was the footage up there is gorgeous. The scenery, it's a great place, Draper, South Dakota. We're headed up there again in November for our Cajun invasion. If you go to my website, there's information there on who to contact and all the details on the trip. All right, we come back after this station identification pause. Someone wants to know who it is that does my intro. We're going to let you hear that intro, and I'll tell you who it is right after we pause these 10 seconds. For our local stations to identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, radio. All right, you recognize that voice? If you do, text me. Tell me who it is. Now, for the the listener that asked, I am in the process right now of texting you the answer. I'm not going to make you wait because you you, you definitely uh, brought it up, and I'm going to tell you who it is and send you that message. But if someone out there listening recognizes that voice, it is a very recognizable, distinct voice. Uh, tell me who that is, and uh, we'll share that with the rest of the audience. That text message, by the way, if you want to send that, is eight seven zero eight seven zero, and uh, you can just send it right in here. We got lots of them. So uh, identify the person who does my intro every Saturday morning. Now, of course, the music is Mel McDaniel's Louisiana Saturday Night. We've been hearing that for now in our thirty-first year, but the uh, intro voice is uh, <clears throat> much more recent. All right, we're getting a good morning. From the Mad Trucker, always nice to know he's with us. Uh, We also have someone that says they prefer cold-weather fishing. But Mardi Gras is a favorite season, so no fishing right now. I'm heading to Covington. uh, So the tomato lady, have a wonderful weekend. Okay. Uh, Here's one wanting to know, and I'm going to put this out. Usually this works. Someone in the audience who has been fishing for the Socolay, crappie, whatever you want to call them, uh, in Desalman's area. We're looking for reports. How about that? And then we have a suggestion on uh, who we should get for the uh, celebrity on Bayou Wild TV. Larry the Cable Guy. Is he still around? I haven't heard from seen Larry in a while. Or Eddie Murphy. Boy, he'd be fun if we could get him. And then we have uh, David Hubble from Alabama listening to us. Guess where he's headed this morning. He says, I know exactly where you're going to be at John Foltz's Boucheret at White Oak Gardens up in Baton Rouge. David, I'm sorry to tell you, I am not going to be there. I had plans to go there, and uh, a very close friend of mine passed away, and I'm attending the funeral and doing a eulogy for him this afternoon, so I will not be able to make it. However, Martha Spencer is on assignment, and you will see her there, along with uh, one of our cameramen, Nick Remy. so be sure and tell him hello. All right, uh, let's see. The first uh, Carnarvon Bass Trail was February 1st. First place was won with 24.58 Next event is March 14th. Look us up on Facebook, Carnarvon Bass Trail, for more information. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Here we come back? We'll get some more of that freshwater fishing talk. We're getting pretty close to prime time for freshwater fishing. Jeff Brule will join us to give that to you. And also, if you can name who that was that uh, did, oh, somebody got it. <laughs> Two people, three, four, five, six, seven. They're still going. Uh, if you think you know who it was, tell us. 870, 870. We'll be right back. And it's time for the Freshwater Fishing Report with our buddy Jeff Brule. These reports are brought to you by Berkeley, a division of Pure Fishing. You know them. They've got the Berkeley line of gulp baits for crappie, bass, inshore, offshore fishing, all types of lines, monofilament, braid, fluorocarbon, and lots and lots of fishing accessories, everything from a catfish flipper to a weigh scale. If it's for fishing, berkeley has got it. You should, too, a division of Pure Fishing. Jeff, uh, what's going on? We're getting some porch people that are getting ready to go out and try to catch some uh, white perch, sockele, crappie, whatever people want to call them. What can you tell us?
0: I uh, went yesterday. Uh, it was a tough bluebird day. I ended up keeping eight. Uh, a little different what I thought it would be. I thought some would be moving back with you know the recent warm weather we had. But the, those of them are still pretty deep, three to six foot down. Uh just slow presentation. I take the cork off. I only caught one on cork. Uh if the water's real muddy in the area, your area you can use the the you know, the black and chartreuse colors, things like that. But I caught most of my fish on kind of shad patterns, you know, like a blue or white type bait. And you know, uh they were just kind of scattered. You might hit a little staging area where you'd catch one or two, a couple small ones, you know, males that were moving up on some cypress trees. But um, I didn't catch too much in the back of the pocket. Most everything was getting close to it, but uh, they're just staging. So if we get some warm-up weather and decent weather in the next week or two, uh, it'll be on. Tell me about toilet bowl fishing.
1: <laughs> what is that all
0: about? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the you know, the February, January weather. That's, I went to Chef Pass last weekend and, and tried to catch a few bass. And like I said, I call it to- toilet bowl because it's up – nice and pretty level one day and then it gets flushed out the next As the front comes through blows by the west or the north it it sucks all the water out and then it comes back in but it comes back in muddy so the chef's been tough it's just everything's muddy even some of the little pockets off uh, the mr go and the intercoastals those little canals and bayous. a lot of them are usually whole clean water but I just tell you, slow down with a jig or a Texas rig and just kind of pound the bottom. You can find any kind of cover to fish it because that's where the fish are going to be. It's just, you know, just tough right now with the weather.
1: Jeff, 24.58-pound stringer took that Carnarvon bass trail. Any idea where those guys fished and what they used?
0: Uh, I'd just say probably just around the uh, Oak River area. Some of those ponds and cuts, they uh, – Uh, have a lot of big fish i've been fishing down there since you know probably last summer i started catching some quality fish just about every time i go i'm catching at least 12 to 15 pound stringers sometimes a little bit bigger but if you hit the right spot down there you know that's the key you got to marsh fishing you got to move a lot Uh, you might hit 10 points and catch one fish and the next point you might catch 20 pounds so just cover water you know try to Pattern, you know, like I said, sometimes it's points, sometimes it's little deep holes next to an island or something like that where the water's flowing through, or it could be just a big grass bed that has a um, good current through it. So you have to keep moving, keep trying. But uh, vibrating jigs, spinner baits, Texas rigs are just good options down there. And try to find some clean water with all the muddy water we have. And if you do that, you're usually going to have a good marsh trip.
1: Uh, what about the Chafalaya
0: Basin area? What's going on over there? Uh, it's still a little high and muddy, but uh, They've caught some fish. Uh, I think the Fishing for Tucker Tournament, they had about 14, 15-pound stringers, uh, which is kind of down for that area. But uh, with, with the water being high and muddy, it it gets a lot of those fish up in the marsh where you can't get to them. But they said they're staging it. They some of the guys that reported said that you get into these canals and you kind of fish down the middle to the drop-off areas, and the females are there, and some of the males are up shallow, and you can catch them. But you know the bigger fish are, are still deep, waiting to come up with a waters and the weather to stabilize but uh just keep moving uh that's the same thing over there you got to look for that kind of that cleanish not too bad of water and then once you find that you can find some decent fish
1: yeah that uh canarvan bass trails next to tournament is the 14th of march but uh before then got a couple of, of tournaments coming up that, that i would say are really good for people that want to get into tournament fishing maybe never fished one before tell us about those
0: yeah, they got a lot of lo- local events. This, this is a few of them: Lacomb look, look down at Main Street Bass Assassin first and third Sunday of the month. It's twenty dollars entry fee, safe light till noon. And uh, you know, if you've never fished a tournament, just go down there one day around noon, watch them weigh in, talk to some of the guys. And, you know, sometimes if even if you don't have a boat, people like that will take you fishing. But you will get more information from them. Uh, it's a good place to start and if you never uh, fish tournaments. That's not a lot of money to put up and. You have other ones like Wednesday Eden and bass tournaments on Fourth Street in Covington. It's the second Saturday and last Sunday, and then they, it's called Wednesday Eden because after daylight saving time they change it to Wednesday afternoon at five p.m. But it's twenty dollars a fish, twenty dollars a join. It's, you know the top six, and it's a singles tournament. You fish by yourself, but you can fish in another boat with somebody, but you're just uh, behind them and. Uh, you have to, uh, a little disadvantage there, but uh, if you don't have a boat, you still you find a partner. You can go down there and have a good time for about 20 bucks. So it's a nice way to get started and uh, close to home and you get competition and that is knowledge about the local waters, and that, that really helps you learn quickly and become a better tournament angler. And then finally, North Pass uh, Annual Classic in Man Shack is on March 7th, and it's uh, safe like 3 p.m. and $60 per boat. So plenty of stuff coming up more and more every week It's that time
1: of year. Very good report, Jeff. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much. We'll catch up with you next time, my friend.
0: Uh, all right.
1: Thanks, Don. All right. Jeff Rule, our freshwater fishing reporter. All right. Coming up next, we're going to be joined by Captain Darrell Carpenter, realscreamers.com. Give us an update on the central part of the state, Grand Isle, Leeville, those uh, Fushawn areas. We're back with that report right after this timeout. Now let's check in with Captain Daryl Carpenter, com, and get your little Grand Isle and local area fishing report. Daryl, what's going on down there?
3: Well, Don, I think it's finally going to straighten up a little bit, uh, depending on what kind of rain we get this week. Uh, you know, uh, this morning, 10 to 12 out of the east, southeast, uh, yeah, the bigger bays are still kind of muddy, and, you know, last week we had that weather come in, and you know kind of you got to stay out of the bigger bays but once you start getting up into that marsh you know like I said last week was tough but as the week went on and we started getting a little clean water in in pockets toward you know toward the northern marsh uh some trout started showing up so i mean it's a it's a good mixture you know decent mixture of redfish and trout right now you just got to put in your time and you got to travel around and look for that clean water
1: What's the availability on bait now? If somebody comes down expecting to get some bait,
3: oh, it, the bait's been there all year. They, uh, you know, the the shrimp never left, or, 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 you know, they're spending a little more time catching them. But usually, you've got live shrimp, fresh shrimp, and our uh, and minnows, you know, at your disposal whenever you need them. Uh, some of the shrimp boats have been working it pretty good, and it's been rather steady all year long.
1: Very good, very good. Uh, redfish in the marshes and along the highway there. You know, each week you've been telling us about you see a lot of people off the side of the road, either slipping kayaks or fishing straight from the bank. How's that been this week?
3: Didn't see a whole lot of activity, didn't get a whole lot of reports off the side of the road. Uh, the red, the water's been so daggum low, though, I mean, it's it, there's there's almost – I mean, it's got to be that there's fish in there. In fact, this week uh, the redfish that that were caught around Grand Isle, you know, from the boat fish, were mostly came out of the deeper canals, simply because the water, like I said, the water was so low. Don, after you know, after we talked last Saturday, and I got in the boat, I was running across Barataria Bay and, and kicking mud in places in the main bay, kicking mud that I have I've never kicked mud there. It's, it was some of the lowest water I've ever seen, you know, in, the, in my fifteen twenty years of being there. Uh, so I mean the the fish, you know, it's almost like I said not, they've almost got to be in those deep holes because there's nowhere else for them to be right now.
1: Donald, now, uh, this is really getting to be prime time for the lump fishing. You know, historically yellowfin tuna, some black fins, and some wahoo. Uh, had a lot of fog that could have been problematic this week. Or did you get any good offshore reports?
3: Absolutely none, Don. I know they've got they've got a big um, they've got a big wahoo tournament coming up pretty soon. And there's been a lot of transient boats that are coming in, a lot of the, a lot of big boats coming into like Hurricane Hole and so forth, and they're gearing up to spend some time offshore. But last week I didn't see, I didn't, I saw one offshore boat coming back into the marina, and I, I just like you said, the conditions weren't right, and the effort just wasn't there.
1: Hmm. Well, hopefully that'll change. Sheephead report.
3: Prime time. Uh I think a lot of that, a lot of that low water ran a lot of those fish offshore to those near shore rigs. We we spent some time doing sheephead last week, and you would find them in pockets, but it was you know one or two here. It wasn't like they were ganged up, but there again, everywhere that you would normally fish sheephead, we had the we had the problem of either either the tide was just streaming so hard with the with that two foot tide we had last week, or the water was so low they just weren't there. Um, I think they'll move back in to some of the shallower water spots, you know, with this east wind, the water's going to come back up. But I think a whole lot of them have started to make that move to those offshore platforms.
1: Got it. Now, if somebody wants to get a trip, uh, get some information from you, tell them how to reach you.
3: Well, the easiest way is by phone. It's 225 937 6288, or they can find me on your website at com or com with all the contact information there.
1: Sounds good, my friend. Thank you for the report, as always, and I uh, hope you have a better week this week, and we'll check in with you next time.
3: Thanks, Don.
1: All righty, Darryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com, uh, filling us in on the Grand Isle area. All right, uh, we're going to get ready to take our top-of-the-hour news break. Let me see. I, I know a lot of you are waiting to hear who that was. We probably had a dozen people that guessed that voice of the intro. And, yes, it is Lynn Rollins, uh, who is a baseball and other sports announcer. He does LSU games and many other things, long-time sportscaster, and a great guy and a very distinctive voice. Some people said it was Jim Hawthorne. John Foltz? Sounds nothing like John Foltz. Got that Cajun accent. Uh, let's see. We got, Who else? Uh, Reed Alleman. Reed Allen is a guy you hear singing right now. We're also hearing from uh, Damon this morning. Uh, let's see. Um, yep, Lynn Rollins. Lynn Rollins. Here's Backstrap Stacker checking in from Bama. <clears throat> He's enjoying the show from Clark County. Getting ready to head out today to... Slay some hogs. That's uh, the Tom Bigby River's high, and the pigs are everywhere. And we can certainly do with less of those. Get out there and take as many as you like. Yeah, Mel McDaniel, he's the singer of uh, Louisiana Saturday Night, but not the announcer. Uh, let's see. we got some more coming in. Uh, oh, it's from our friend the Lafayette Yacker. He's got some coffee, got some boudin, but no biscuits this morning. It says, Fish and Slow. Going to be uh, feeding some visiting relatives mud bugs for the parade going on in Lafayette. Sounds like a good plan to me, Lafayette Yacker. All right, we got a whole bunch more text messages. Keep them coming, 870, 870. We'll get to those for you. Got fishing reports from Ryan Lambert, Eric Mohabarak with the paddler report, and a whole lot more coming up on the Outdoors with Don DeBute Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.